Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. The Chris Voss Show podcast. Hey, how you doing, guys? Nice to meet you. How's it going? You? Yeah, I see you're a familiar face. Yeah. Hey, there you are. I see you. Yeah, look at that smile. Oh, always there. Love you. Love you. Up, oh, you there in the crowd. Up. Oh, hey. Hey, good to see you again. Thanks for coming to the show. And uh oh, there's some new people in the back there. Hey, uh, welcome to the show. Uh yeah, you guys are new. Fresh faces. Come on in, have a seat, listen to the show. <laughs> is Chris in a room somewhere? <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe it's a virtual room. Maybe it's a podcast room. I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just trying to make it real, people. <laughs> Welcome to the pre-end of the year New Year's and the post-Christmas holiday blues. <laughs> I hope you're surviving. I hope you're eating lots of salads and, you know, flushing out all that food and unhealthy eating and fatty foods and pies and cake and ice cream oh shit i probably triggered you to go get more um the uh uh let's talk about news <laughs> let's talk about tech news sure what the hell i just made that up i actually do it every day Chris. anyway whatever man it's between the holidays we can have some fun right let's have some fun people want to play some checkers or something no not that kind of fun want to uh netflix and chill uh, oh not that okay that's not, that's, this isn't that kind of podcast. <laughs> that isn't this kind of podcast. There's other podcasts for that, Chris. And it's kind of early in the day. And how it work. <laughs> anyway, let's move on and talk about tech nerds. <laughs> ah, what's going on in the world? Holy crap. It is, what, what is the day today? December 29th, 2019. There's only a few more days. That we can say 2019. Pretty soon we're going to have to all start learning to sign our checks. Wait, we don't do checks anymore. Sign our Bitcoin 2020. <laughs> there you go. You don't sign Bitcoin, Chris. I know. Just run with me. Just, you know, you get the concept. Just just keep going. Just keep running with me. Just, we're going to move it. Anyway, let's talk about news. According to ZDNet, this is pretty interesting. We reviewed their products on the Chris Voss Show. Wise, W-Y-Z-E. They're an IoT device vendor. Uh, they've announced today they had a server leak which exposed data including email addresses, camera users' IDs, and Wi-Fi SSIDs of 2.4 million customers for almost the whole month of December. Well, props to them for uh, coming out and announcing it. I guess it was open from December 4th to December 26th, and since today's the 29th, they weren't like Equifax and waited like, I don't know, a year to tell anyone or whatever it was. Um, so I guess good for them. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they're looking into it. I guess in a, they had it protected, but an employee got there and mucked in there and mucked around and elbowed out some code or something. They're still trying to figure that one out. Um and uh, exposed it, and hopefully they can find out if any of it was accessed. But I suppose if you're exposable, you're accessible. So who knows? But uh, at least they're being forthright in that it took place. If you have a wise camera, you may want to look into like updating that, changing your password, changing email addresses, you know, user IDs for your camera, the Wi-Fi SSD of your Wi-Fi. Holy shit! It. You got to change everything now. Wow, man. That's the Wi-Fi SSD of your home, buddy. 
So now you got to change your whole Wi-Fi system at home. Oh, wow, that's great. I hope we didn't get past. It just got IDs. But if you're one of those, here, here's the problem. If you're one of those dudes who uh, your Wi-Fi SSD is still the default admin password <laughs> that came with your uh, network hub or whatever from your cable company, you haven't changed it? Like, I actually helped uh, a friend uh, who's uh, living with some roommates uh, set up a DMZ on his uh, on his networking hub. You know, we're not doing anything bad. We're just giving him a DMZ route uh, past the firewall so he can get fast gaming. Um, and, it, you know, it doesn't. we're not hurting anybody or doing anything, you know, wrong. Um, it's part of his network. But, you know, I helped him uh, with the DMZ. And the interesting thing was I says, do you know your password to your uh, router? And he goes, uh, no, uh, I don't know what the password is. And I go, well, here, try this. Just try and type in admin and password and see if it works. And it did. Oh, my God. Uh, and if somebody's stupid as me can figure that out, well, there's a lot of evil people in the world that know a lot more. So you might not want to let them into your router. You know, we saw that scary thing, too, recently where some kid was like, uh, um, some kid was, uh, uh, bashing around the, uh, uh, somebody's ring and they were torturing some kid, uh, some, uh, buddy's daughter saying they're Santa Claus. They were bringing her presents or some crap and it was just evil shit, man. So don't be those people and don't let those people in your house, your life. So, uh, go through your wise server data, change your email addresses. That might be a good idea. They're using, you might want to have multiple ones, uh, change your camera IDs. Usually you can change that through the software and change your uh, home Wi-Fi SSDs. Technically, you should go through and change that stuff every few months if you're really vigilant, but no one does that. So there's that. Uh, let's see. Next up on Globes Online in 2019, nine Israeli startups became unicorns, bringing the total unicorns in the country to 20, and 16 startups completed a financing round of $100 million or more. Uh, Israel is now home to 20 unicorns, privately held companies worth more than $1 billion. Uh, only the U.S. and China and U.K. have more unicorns. There's a lot of great technology that comes out of Israel. One of the big names that I remember is uh, Waze, uh, the big directional thing that uh, is huge uh, in um, coming out of uh, China and stuff. So, or not China, but Israel. So there's that. Um, next up on the thing, uh, let's see. What This is kind of interesting, too. Uh, Crunchbase News uh, has analysis up. You can check their website. 142 startups, including 78 from the U.S. and 22 from China, became unicorns in 2019, down from 158 in 2018, and unicorns raised $8.5.1 billion, billion dollars versus 139 in 2018 so less money mm, interesting i gotta tell you i don't know about you but uh i've been seeing all of these um companies now that are um that are going out of business uh, i've been getting all these notifications of um companies that are saying hey we couldn't get new funding we're going out of business uh, it's over folks. Uh, everything must go and we're gone. And that's what's going on in 
their world. And uh, I'm, it's kind of interesting, you know, because you're just like, wow, okay. Um, so, um, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, you've got the rise and fall of the tides of financial ruin and financial success. And uh, uh, where it goes, anybody knows. So there's that. Um, anyway, uh, there's some interesting things we start talking about in our prior episode of the um, of the Chris Voss show. Uh, we were talking about the prior decade uh, and the wrapping up of the 2010s. Um, the New York Times is a really good article by Sarah J. Jackson. If you got a chance to check it out, she talks about Twitter enabled young marginalized people to be heard, held news organizations accountable, and pushed largely ignored issues into the mainstream. Uh, it's uh, been a powerful thing, and like I talked about in the previous episode, it's been good, the bad, and the ugly, the yin, the yang, the good side, the beauty of uh, democratizing the internet and giving everyone a voice, and the ugly side of uh, evil players using it to manipulate and control the internet. So, or trying to control the internet, let's put it that way. Um, there's also a look back on BuzzFeed News about how Facebook and Twitter evolved over the 2010 10s, uh, how they uh, chased size and influence at a cost of society will take years to understand. Certainly, this new technology is developed and we don't know where it's going. And uh, yeah, lots of retrospects going on, look backs, all that sort of good shit. And all that good stuff going on as well. Um, so, yeah, man. You got to love it. That's where it's at. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, On one hand, every year I hate this time of year because it's like, let's look back on the shit that happened this year. And you're just like, oh, my God, I'm barely living through this shit that happened this year. And you want to cover it all again? It's like, it's like, imagine waking up from like a horrible night where uh, Michael Moore or somebody's trying to kill you. Not Michael Moore, Michael, whatever, that dude from Halloween, Michael, um, is trying to kill you. And then you wake up and your brain goes, hey, let's go back to sleep so we can just relive a whole fucking summation of uh, that experience. And you're just like, no, no, you know, it's like going to the doctor and he sticks his, uh, finger in your bum hole for your colonoscopy and rummages around in there looking for, I don't know, what do they, what do they look in there for? Like, is there fish or something there? What are they checking for? They're just up there. Maybe they're just up there because, I don't know, you don't know what's going on back there, and maybe that's the point. Maybe they're charging you for something they don't need to be doing anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason. <laughs> that or maybe they just like it. Uh <laughs> But if you go to West Hollywood, you can get that service for free. <laughs> Friday nights down at, uh, I don't know, one of those clubs in West Hollywood. That's my West Hollywood bit. Um, the uh, But, you know, it's it's like, imagine going to the colonoscopy or the gynecologist, and then, you know, they do the whole uh, rummage around inside you sort of thing, and which is really uncomfortable. At least, you know, I hope it is for you. Um, and then when they're done, they're just like, hey, would you like me to do that again just as a... Uh, just to wrap it up, give you a relive of the last colonoscopy you had. You're like, no, no, I don't want to do that again. Uh, no, leave me alone. Stop touching my bow. <laughs> or what I like to call Friday nights. Um, 
You got to love it. LinkedIn CEO Jeff Weiner talks about the company's evolution after acquisition by Microsoft, integration with Outlook and other Microsoft products at CNBC. And uh, it's kind of interesting. The Microsoft closes 2.6, or I'm sorry, 26.2. Uh, evidently, I can't get the dots right. <laughs> LinkedIn acquisition three years ago this month. And uh, yeah, I really can't say they've done a great job. They. You know, they've pretty much had to tear down the whole site to rebuild it and fuck everything up. And only now they're starting to make it work. I'm still just uh, mentally at odds with their uh, BS at at uh, at uh, um, screwing up the groups and stuff. I understand why they had to do it, but uh, sometimes you're just like, do you have you people ever used this system like to run your business? Or you guys just a bunch of programmers who don't understand shit as to why this is important. Uh, one thing that's really frustrated me about LinkedIn is the year-long drag that they're taking to fucking approve people for video posting on LinkedIn. It really is fucking stupid. Don't even get me started. I'm enraged on the trigger. No. All right. Back down, Hulk. Back down. Back down. You sit. Sit, Hulk. <laughs> uh, so what else is in the news before Hulk mad Hulk mad to LinkedIn video approval not coming and bring up mm, link Hulk, Hulk got very angry <laughs> what kind of podcast is this is for fuck's sakes this is the Marvel podcast um, a new study this is pretty interesting this is from Mark Ledwich you can find him on the inner tubes um, a new study finds that YouTube's late 2019 algorithm actively discourages users from watching radicalized content, directing them to more mainstream videos. <laughs> there goes all my videos, <laughs> all my radical tech review videos of why you should buy a Canon or not. They're like, yeah, man, if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna buy those, <laughs> if you're gonna buy the Pixel phone, uh, you don't need to be seeing that Chris Voss AT&T Pixel review video because you really should own, like, uh, an iPhone or a Samsung if you go with the Pixel. That's a bit radical. We're going to have to... That's radicalized content. <laughs> it's off the mainstream. We're not going to show your Pixel 4XL AT&T video, Chris. We're going we're gonna to push everyone over to the iPhone. <laughs> radicalized content no i i fully supported this uh this is really important uh you know just like just here, here's the problem guys and uh and i'm for free speech but keep in mind these properties are private properties free speech according to the constitution only applies to public squares so you can go down to your public park or your government city hall you can yell and scream on the lawn all you fucking want, but you can't go on my property. You can't go on <laughs> internet properties and do whatever you want. You probably can for a while, but, you know, eventually they might not like it. So anyway, it, it, this is basically, you know, we reached an age of stupidity in this world where common sense went, woohoo, bye-bye, out the window, and... We had to start posting signs for the obvious to keep Darwinian's law from winning against the stupid people. Uh, we had to post signs on bridges say, do not jump, you'll die. 
<laughs> do not smoke. Do not put this fire and smoke into your lungs. It could cause cancer. What a surprise. Who knew? Putting foreign shit in your fucking body mm, might be bad sometimes. You know? People are like, that's stupid. It shouldn't be that way. I don't know. Try drinking bleach and see what happens. You know? <laughs> might as well, you know, what the fuck? Throw the doors open. Why? No, don't. Don't drink bleach, please. I'm going to get sued now. Lawyers are going to be calling me. Hello? <laughs> anyway, guys. Uh, no, and, and what we've reached on the internet is we've finally reached that point where we need to put up signs that say, Hey, disinformation here, bullshit here, lying conspiracy here, people that are trying to manipulate your dumb ass for shit so they can, uh, enslave you to their stupidity and make you part of their, uh, little Nazi regime and shit. It's good that we, uh, are putting these signs now and changing the algorithms because, uh, you know, not everyone deserves a voice, okay? Pedophiles don't deserve a voice. You know, I recently had one of my podcasts I put up about Sasha Perrin Cohen. I kind of did some commentary on his recent comments. Uh, I, uh, I have some award show, but it, it got the rounds because he called out YouTube and a bunch of other places um, about, uh, you know, how there are certain topics we need to stop. Certain topics do need to stop. What was interesting, I had several people that, you know, we talked about pedophilia and child porn being huge on the internet. And, I mean, it's fucking out of control. Uh, recently, they've been shutting down some huge, freaking sadistic networks for child abuse and porn. I guess there's a whole level of people that love abusing children. They share it and sell it. It's fucking crazy, man. Um, and so I think there's some articles on that in the New York Times or Washington Post about them shutting down these huge networks. And evidently a good portion, like a quarter of the internet is, is this stuff, which is I, it's just mind melting to think that that's, it's that prolific. Uh, but that shows you the horrors of our world and how much we need to get them contained. So anyway, um, there's that. Uh, uh, so I think it's good that we are starting to put up guardrails for the stupid and we're starting to put up the signs that say, don't jump off the bridge, idiot. It'll hurt you in the long run and everyone else. So there's that, man. There's that. Um, so, um, there you go. Fun as fun. Uh, it's interesting. This is working and hopefully it can keep working. Hopefully they can figure out a way. Uh, you know, the one thing Sasha Baron Cohen talked about was the literally, the um, snuff videos, when those guys are posting live on Facebook, them running around killing people, those are live snuff videos of people being killed and murdered, uh, in an essence, in, in kind of a sick sort of, um, um, I don't know, exciting fashion. Let's put it that way to the people that are involved with it, people like that shit. If I saw it, I certainly wouldn't share it. Um, but you know, some of the recent events that have happened have been shared like so many times. It's not even crazy. So, um, there's that, uh, up to Yahoo news, the, uh, internal, me uh, Pentagon memo warned service members against using consumer DNA testing kits from 23andMe and others citing security risks. Uh, you know, it's interesting. A lot of these companies are starting to get bought out by big companies that are going to use this data against us. So there's that. And they're going to be compiling it. And, you know, that's what they're using it for. I mean, Facebook isn't paying you to 
use their product. You are the product. You are the box of milk. And someone's going to drink you. <laughs> and uh, they're going to buy you, sell you, and drink you. And you're going to be like, why am I in someone's stomach? Why am I in Mark Zuckerberg's stomach? Oh, shit. Why am I in Mark Zuckerberg's colon? Mm, this isn't going to end well. But it will end with a splash. Anyway, moving on. Bloomberg has a, has a uh, Bloomberg has got an article about Egypt approving Uber's $2.1 billion acquisition of Kareem, K, that's C-A-R-E-E-M, after setting price caps and other measures designed to keep the local market competitive. And so I guess Uber's moving to Egypt. That should be interesting. Isn't, isn't Egypt still working on like those little carts and shit like that or something, or little motorcycles, or is that India? Anyway, whatever, man. Uber! Go to Egypt. You can get an Uber to the fucking pyramids. Or whatever else there is to do in Egypt. Just don't go during the hot season. Or, you know, if you want. It's up to you. Uh, let's see. Since the GDPR became law in May of 2018, remember this? Jesus Christ, everyone had to change their fucking websites and shit just to make this law happen so they didn't get pummeled by, uh, you know, huge amounts of fines. The only substantial privacy-related action against a major tech company Happened in the U.S. where the Facebook was fined. The Facebook. Wow, how old have I been on there? Where Facebook was fined $5 billion. The world's largest privacy law proves toothless in the eyes of many critics, which is probably good for me. Um, more than 18 months after the European Union began implementing it. So there you go. If you have a website, you haven't switched to GDPR status. You might want to do that just, I don't know, just to cover your ass. But uh, it doesn't look like, uh, you know, I think the rumor was everyone was going to have all these uh, uh, lawsuits. And I think it was like $10,000 of violation or some shit, which would like bankrupt just about anybody that was into it. But looks like uh, for the large part, it's been just shaking out the ultra rich companies like Facebook. So read the article. You can check it out on politico.com uh, and uh, see what the hell they're doing over there on it. Um, yeah, man. Fun is fun. Uh, that's the big picture. No, I'm sticking to it. Uh, what else the hell is on there, man? What else the hell is on the internet? Snapchat will launch Bitmoji TV, a personalized cartoon show featuring a user's avatar and their friends in regularly scheduled adventures starting in February. So there's that. Um, fun is fun. The, um... Yeah, fun is fun. That's the news for today. And I'm sticking to it. Oh, one last thing. Vox says print books are often cheaper than ebooks, whose sales stabilize at 20% of total book sales. Uh, look at the aftermath of Apple's ebook price fixing lawsuit from Vox. Check that out. That's a wrap of the 2010 uh, tools and, and different things that happened and all that good stuff. So uh, check it out. What, are they, what, what, what can you do with that? Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in, and uh, be sure to watch for the upcoming shows from the CES show and uh, all that good stuff. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya. You can go now. Show's over. Yeah. Hmm. You guys going to go? You got to leave it because I can't show the Bye. Go now. You can get up out of your chairs. Yeah. That's fine. Show's over. Yeah. 
no thanks for coming seriously like yeah there's some there's some treats in the back go the back thing i think we're out of coffee but there might be some cookies on the table in the back there go ahead yeah help yourself thanks for coming all right yeah all right well uh those people in the front on the phones get the fuck out of my place i'll see you guys be blessed